Welcome, welcome, welcome back to AG University. Today is an amazing day. Today, I am going to share such a fun, beautiful, insightful conversation with my absolute nearest and dearest friend at Fit by Kiki. You guys may have seen her on Instagram, Kylie Miller. We welcome you to AG University with wide open arms. You guys, we kind of talk about it more here in the conversation, but I just cannot reiterate enough how much of a divine placement Kylie has been in my life. She is such a compassionate, caring, loving friend. She genuinely cares about how I feel or how my day is. And she's just so sweet and so thoughtful. And she was truly just like a random roommate. I mean, we we met each other once and then we moved in together. And now I'm literally officiating her wedding. <laughs> we talk about that here too, but I can't imagine my life without her. She's a friend that I call for advice, for relationship advice. She's in such a beautiful relationship. And so she has a lot to share there. She is originally a fitness influencer, but now she's really branched out. I'm so proud of her. She's just sharing all of her magic, all of her wisdom. She talks a lot about lifestyle and fashion and motivation and inspiration and mobility and stretching. And she's just so knowledgeable. Lymphatic drainage. We literally cover a bit of everything here. Books that she's loving, things that changed her life. This conversation. Buckle up if you're ready for transformation. We're going to take you there and we're going to share our story too. So without further ado, Kylie, thank you so much. On behalf of AG University, we welcome you. Okay. You guys, the one, the only Fit by Kiki. (laughs) I've never been more excited for a conversation in my entire life. (laughs) Welcome to AG University. I'm so excited you're here. I also just miss you. I'm honored to be here. I think I, I teared up when you asked me to come on the podcast. Like it's probably the one of the biggest honors of my life, other than Jeff asking me to marry him. <laughs> I'm like Jeff asking me to marry him, AG asking me to be on a podcast in that order. Because <laughs> I'm honored oh to do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no one makes me laugh harder than you. You make me giggle. I I mean, I'm so happy that you, you received my invitation with that type of joy. Yeah. And um, also you guys, everyone wish at fit by Kiki, which is actually Kai Kai, but we changed it to Kiki and it just really stuck because it's Kylie. Yeah, you know, no one, no one really could quite comprehend that my name was spelled K-I-L-E-Y and that it was Kai Kai. They're like, why don't you spell it K-Y-K-Y? I'm like that because it's not how you spell my name. And then I feel like a fraud. And then people just call me like that, like random names that aren't my name. And I just respond to it anyway. I'm like, okay, sure. Whatever is easiest for you. Me too. It literally Anna Grace, AG, Anna. Like sometimes I just get Mary Grace, Anna Kate. I'm like, sure. Any anything that's a double name, I reply. I'm like, yep, <laughs> sure. <laughs> when I hear people call you Anna, I'm like, yep, checks out. <laughs> I'm like, sure. It's funny because when I grew up, I whenever I was in trouble, my parents called me Anna. Anyways, fit by Kiki. Everyone wish her a congratulations. She just got engaged to the love of her life. I was there. I pulled Truly. up for the surprise party and it was a beautiful union. And I'm so excited for you. Her wedding's July 1. Have you announced that publicly? July Sorry. 1st. Did I just spilled the beans? Mm, no, but it's okay. It's okay. July 1st, 4th of July weekend. Yeah. No, I haven't announced it because I'm like, I wanted to lock in everything. Yeah. Like all the, you know, I felt a little crazy when I started planning so early, but you ha- you just have to these days because everything books out so far in advance. So I wanted to wait to talk about the date until I had like caterer, florist, all that totally, stuff. Totally, totally. I didn't want anybody stealing mine. <laughs> yeah, don't steal my date. I know. Well, also for context, you guys, let's see. What, what was the exact day you guys got engaged? I think it was October 28th. <laughs> yes, October 28th. It was. And, and <laughs> October 28th. You're like, I think it was October 28th at 7.42 p.m. <laughs> 
Precisely. <laughs> Maybe a little bit earlier. <laughs> yes. And so it's it's December now as we're recording and then she'll be getting married in July. So that's a quick turnaround. That's not even a year. That's quick. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I think it was about eight months from when we started planning. So wow. just jumped right in and said, let's do it. Let's get married. Well, the reason I've called, I've summoned you here to AG University. We have lots of things to talk about. Um, obviously, you guys, Kylie has built up a really impressive following on social media. She's a fit just a fitty, but she's a, she's a, <laughs> she's a balanced. I was about to call you a Fitbit. I like that too. <laughs> she's a Fitbit. Yeah. Um, but she's a balanced queen and um, she's recently engaged. So we got some good wedding content. I feel like you have a lot to offer the world right now. Um, she started her own business and she also does user generated content for local companies. Did I say that correctly? User generated yeah. content? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You a are bit everything. I get bored easily. Yeah, but she kind of does it all. Do we have we decided we don't know what your human design is, right? Because we don't know your time of birth. No, my dad knows my time of birth, but my mom does not. So I'm like, rude mom. <laughs> but my dad knows the exact time. I just we need to do that. I should have sent that to you before this, but we'll we'll do that. We'll do it. I'll read it for you. Um yeah. but you're also a one on the Enneagram, right? I'm a one. Yeah. Um, the strict yes. perfectionist, which checks out. You're like, mm-hmm, checks out. So I tell all this because it's really funny because Kylie and I actually, this is kind of how we met, or it is how we met. We met through Macy, but the first time we met, my roommate was moving to Africa and Kylie was, her lease was up and we literally were like, Hey, and she's like, I need somewhere to live. And I'm like, perfect. I need a roommate. And she, we literally hung out one time and then she moved in pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I think we, we went to, Saint, I'm pretty sure for drinks. Yeah. And then we went back to your house and I like looked at the room and was like, yep, sure. Like I've met you one time, but I'll move in with you. I know. Yeah. Yep. And that's so literally how it went. that's how it went. And so, which is so funny because we had the best roommate partnership relationship. We were like just two little wifeys because we were single. We were just like doing our thing <laughs> and it was just so random. But I mean, truly, we've both decided that us coming into each other's life. So when we did was like such a divine placement and it was so just random and honestly chaotic. I mean, we were like, this is obviously back when I was like drinking and going out all the time. We were just like, I was going to grab drinks with a random friend, friend of a friend. And then she moved in with me basically like two weeks later. <laughs> But yeah, like that was that was Anna Goblin. I I lived with Anna Goblin, who was on her way to <laughs> Anna Glenda. <laughs> Anna Glenda, I like that. Anna yeah. Glenda. The fun thing about having a double name is that there's been so many variations of my name. Anna Goblin is when I would drink too much, and I would just go silent. Like I would just not talk. I would just be like <laughs> Goblin. <Yeah. laughs> and then um, Anna Glenda is the era that I'm in right now. Glenn, we love Glenda the good, good. And then um, then there was Candy Grace. There's been a lot of evolution. Mm-hmm. I love my- yeah, Anna Goblin and Candy Grace were they were pretty synonymous with one another. I lived with them both. Yeah. <laughs> I love them very much. <laughs> I know uh, it was fun though. It was all in good fun. Um, oh my god, it was the time of my life. I think about that time really often with nostalgia and. I actually, that was part of the, the thing I wanted to say at the beginning of this conversation. When we were in Santa Fe uh, two weeks ago, this question popped up on my TikTok and it was like questions that a therapist would ask you. And it's a therapist running a TikTok account. And it was like, I'm going to botch the question. Dang it. I always do that. But it, it was something that's effective. Who like knows you in the way that you wish the world knew you? Like what lens do you wish everyone like knew you, right? Just because being on social media, you and I both have a platform and a following. And sometimes it's frustrating because you're like, oh, I wish people just like really knew me, knew me. Right. And 
I, and obviously I was like, well, of course, you know, Austin, I wish everyone saw me through the lens that you see me through, but he's like, no, it has to be a friend. And I was like, Kylie, really Kylie, mm-hmm. because she's lived with me. We've been through happy times, sad times, our singlehood together. Yeah. And I just feel like we were I both- know your heart. Yeah, I do. I feel like I you really know, know your, my heart. I know your soul. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I, I really feel like that too. And so um, I wanted, that's why I'm really bringing in people that are just like really close to me in this life that I just feel like understand. And, and I feel like Kylie has such a unique, unique perspective because, well, she's lived with me, but um, she was really fundamental in my like growth period because I've kind of been bringing people on that just were in this growth journey because I want to help everybody who's feeling lost or stuck if they need guidance. And yeah. I was coming out of, you know, having this crazy out-of-body experience. And when I was living with Kylie, I was probably like a year into getting off of Adderall and, you know, finding a workout groove. And then here comes this adorable, positive fitness influencer <laughs> who moves in with me. <laughs> And you were the first person that was like healthy and fit. And she's like, delete my fitness pal. Like you were not tracking. Like you were just like, so like, I don't know. You just came in right when I needed you. And I remember you being shocked by like the way that I fed my body and worked out and all of this stuff. I feel like you, you had said to me a few times that you thought that I was somebody who must have tracked every morsel of food. Mm-hmm. I must eat salad for lunch and dinner, which I don't eat lettuce. I have like an aversion to lettuce. I hate the texture. <laughs> I, I don't like salad. Like I, I don't eat salad. So I feel like when you saw me like eat Chick-fil-A sometimes and like, you know, bring a microwave burrito to lunch, not that I'm like advocating for eating like that in any way, shape or form. But I think you just living with me realized that like, it didn't have to be extreme. You can just like eat and like work out and it can be a part of your life and it doesn't have to be like an obsession thing. That's totally. why like my my Instagram has so morphed into just like lifestyle stuff. There's like some workouts every now and again, but it's more just like how to balance just being like a well-rounded human being and like make that stuff fall into your life. And I'm, it was so fun to like live with you and like see you through that time in your life. Like it was so fun for me. I know. Well, because I was always asking her so many questions because mm-hmm. I just said, well, I'd never lived with a fitness influencer before. I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> but she was also like, she, you know, she was so chill. Like she was just like, I mean, I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to be on like a, are you a hardcore like regimen? Like, what do you do? Every-? I mean, I, I like observed her like a, like a, like I was, Oh no, like, <laughs> like a little like a little petri dish. Like, what's she doing next? You're like, oh, she she gets up at seven. I'm like, oh, okay. I figured she got up at 4 30 and, and ran six miles. And nope, that's not how it is. No, and no, and and you really showed me how easeful it could be. And you were an expander for me in that way. Have I explained to you the word expander? Just like someone that expands your horizons, broaden your horizon of something that you want to yeah. call into your life. And I feel like God yeah. just was like, beep, Kylie's going to live with you now. Um, but then I do think that it went kind of both ways. Like you were teaching me things and I was teaching you things the whole time we lived together. Yes. Yes. I mean, you, when we lived together, you were doing social media full time and I hadn't, I don't, I think I had done maybe one ad, like one or two ads. It was, it was supplemental. Like I had sponsorships, affiliate deals, commission, blah, blah, blah. But I, I wasn't really in the game of like doing ads on my Instagram and you were full time and you like brought me into that world and like taught me that I, could do it full time. Like you showed me the potential of 
that, that Mm -hmm. I could be full-time with social media. And like, that's when I kind of started to believe in myself. Not only that, but I know that you like connected me with brands. Like you would get a deal with like Lumino and then like, I would get a deal with Lumino (laughs) and like you would get a deal with somebody and like they would end up in my inbox. And I'm like, I know these people are seeing me like because of you. And I'm, I'm so like, I'm so grateful for that. Like you just, a lot of people in the influencer world or whatever you want to call it, like social media world are very like stingy with contacts or information or whatever. And you were never like that. You always wanted to help other people grow. You were, you were an expander for me in that way too. Ooh, I love that. I know. Well, and that's like, that's a really good thing I want to touch on too, because one, I always tell people in the influencer space, Kylie, you guys, she had like 200,000 followers when we lived together and, mm-hmm. and she was like still accepting free product. And I was like, hold up, Which, ma'am, because I had really, ma'am, no, ma'am, no, you have a lot of followers. And, and also, I mean, you just, you look, you're just one of those people too, that has authority with when you post because you live, you walk the walk, you talk the talk. You know what I mean? Like you embody this very balanced lifestyle and you look incredible. And that's why I'm like, no, when I see people like you pop up on my feed, like I want to hear what they have to say. Cause I'm like, I want to do what she's doing. She looks hot. Like, <laughs> um, so I was like, listen, and, and that's what I want to tell anyone here that's maybe starting a following or growing a following or doing any type of content. There is so much room for everyone. And I know, I feel like a lot of people don't really actually believe that, but if you have 10,000 followers and you're selling a product and people are like, I bought this from you. And like, you know, you're converting, you are, that is a valuable asset. Micro-influencers are just important now, I believe is macro or as oh, some of the sure. big people on TikTok, like there is room for everyone. So if you're in this game and you're like, I don't know when I should start charging, when you should start charging is when you know you are converting and selling products. I don't even think it matters about the following count anymore. No, I don't think it matters at all. I think that sometimes the higher you can get, like the less, the less people just start to trust you because they, they think you're getting paid for everything. And as you should, honestly, you, it, it's fair that you get paid for things when you have, right. when you have worked to earn an audience trust. But I do think that there's a certain threshold where, you know, maybe like the more followers you have doesn't necessarily benefit you anyway. So yeah, you, the micro influencer game is strong. Yes. Yes. And so that was when I really saw Kylie and I was like, Oh my gosh, Kylie, you, and she was working a full-time job. Y'all she was managing a warehouse. Manage, can you, can you picture it? Go look at my Instagram and then p- just let me know if you can pin that. Like, oh yes, warehouse manager, fit by Kiki makes sense, checks out. I know. And I have this thing about me when I see someone who's doing something they don't like, I have to help them. I have to intervene. I'm like, hold up. Yeah. You have more followers than me and you l- know what you're talking about. You know what you're doing. We're going to get you out of that full-time job. And it became my personal commitment to get her brands, get her contacts, get her. I was like, no. And and you know what? We did. We did it. We did. We did it. We did, we did it. it. I mean, it was, it was also crucial to like my, I think that was a time in my life where I really started it. Like when I moved in with you and I was, it's not that I was super unhappy doing what I was doing. I liked, I like structure. I like having some, you know, multiple streams of revenue. It, I like a full plate because it keeps me on task. Whereas if I'm creating my own schedule all the time with nothing that's consistent, I like, I could just F around all day. I don't know. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I liked the structure. What I didn't like was 
commuting 35 to 40 minutes every day. And not only that, but the warehouse was in the dark and it was taking a really massive toll on my mental health. There are no windows. So, Mm. you know, I felt myself very depressed. Like every single day, I would have to go outside multiple times to go for walks and meditate and like grind on my mental health to keep myself like in a good headspace. And that was when I really started diving into like, manifesting a better life for myself and started dabbling in that. And when I started to see the fruits of my labor there, I was like, oh, okay, this stuff's real. Like there's a, there's a better outcome for me. I see it. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, I know. We're like, I see the light. I see the signs. I know I'm moving in the right direction. And I guess, I guess, um, well, I kind of want to touch on what you do now, but if you want to tell people, maybe if someone's at a day job right now and they have a passion for a side hustle or something, like, do you have any tips for them on how you balanced or anything that was helpful in that time that you wish someone had told you? Yeah. I mean, I would say the best piece of advice is kind of like, it's not even really advice. It's just like how I strategized my way through it. I think this time of year, we're very reflective of where we were this time last year. Mm -hmm. And there was like one Christmas where I had a conversation with my uncle, who's like a psychiatrist. And he was like, do you want to be in the exact same situation a year from now? Like, we're going to have this conversation in the blink of an eye. Like, do you want that to be your life a year from now? Do you want to make zero changes or do you want to like make changes? And this was like about a a relationship, but I have then applied this to everything. We're like, the time is going to pass anyway. So like make it work, take steps every day towards the future that you want. So for me, it was like, sometimes I had to get up super early and record a workout. You know, back then my Instagram growth was really focused on like posting a lot of workouts for people posting swipe, swipe workouts were like huge. And they were what was first of all, most fun for me to share anyway. Like it wasn't just about like, Oh, this is what's getting me followers. It was like, that's it it felt comfortable to me. It was what was on my heart. So I really was... I have always just done on social media like what feels good to share. So first of all, share what feels good to share. Share what's on your heart with the intention of helping people, but understand that you are going to have to adjust your schedule and like probably get up early, maybe get up like an hour earlier to work on that. But then edit, maybe edit it during lunch and like work on it a little bit at night. Like you kind of have to just sprinkle it in your life any way that makes sense. And I'm glad that I wasn't in a relationship at at that time because there's, there's probably no way I would have had time to like grow my social media and be working a full-time job and manage a relationship at the same time. Like Mm -hmm. I would have been very spread thin or any relationship that I was in during that time, like didn't work out because I didn't, I wasn't where I wanted to be. So, you know, there's areas of your life that suffer when you're making sacrifices to build something. So it's not like I had to change my whole life around, but I did have to prioritize like building a side hustle while I was still working a full-time job. Like I couldn't just, I think a lot of people right now, like quit their full-time jobs when, when their side hustle, like isn't where it should be. And that's when you get yourself into a little bit of a sink or swim moment, you know, like I didn't, I'm not a sinker swimmer. I'm like, yo, I got to have like the the structure of something built over here before I'm comfortable leaving this. Yeah, totally. That's how it was. And, and, you know, it's funny. It's so uh, perfect because Kylie's a one, which is perfection. You know, she's a structured, I'm a seven. So I, I did 
freaking sink or swim well before I was ready. I mean, but I was broke. There was times where I was broke, but I, I just, I battled myself and I, I was totally yeah. like, burn the boats. There's no getting off the island. I will find no, yeah. you know, and, but either way, we both got to the same outcome. You know what I mean? That's why I tell yeah. people like, there's no wrong way. There's no wrong right. answer leaving before you have you're to ready. just know you. And know like what you're going to be able to like, cause that, that mentality like doesn't work for me. Right. My, right. My, like I would sink to the bottom if <laughs> I had done that, but I like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sink to the bottom, but I have a lot of like, I have a lot of, um, I don't want to say like trauma surrounding money, but like I grew up in a very like weird family, our money situation was weird and talked about and stressful. And so like, I know that. So I know that I have to like work constantly, like on my relationship with money. And so, yeah. So the way that we, you know, dove into our careers as influencers was dependent probably upon your belief on money. Totally. Well, and that's, oh, that's such a good thing I want to talk about because I feel that a lot of people don't realize that money is so much, how much money we make is so reflective of our relationship with money, our past behaviors, our family's relationship with money, and then what comes in with limiting beliefs. I had this conversation with Austin the other day. I'm like, he'll say things because he grew up with, um, you know, his dad has a bit more of a, um, I don't want to say a scarcity mindset, but he'll say, yeah, yeah. Like frugal. And, and so Austin has this, whereas I am, have done all the work and I'm like, I am an abundant creator. Abundance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, the universe is abundant and, you know, but, but here's the thing. We all have to go in and ask ourselves, like, what are my stories around money that are holding me back from bringing in more money? Cause most of the time it is like, and, and honestly, this is a good example because I was someone that had 50,000 followers. Kylie had 200,000, but she didn't know what people were charging. She didn't know yeah. what was going on in the game until she met me. And then I was like, yeah. Hey, yo, raise your prices. Like you get to determine what your value is. And I was making a full time income and I had a smaller following, but I had done more uh, money mindset work and I introduced yes. you to it. But that's what I'm saying. Yes. Like it, your followers or where you're at in your life doesn't always equate to how much money you make or, you know, it really is hundred percent your belief system. Yeah. Like, yeah. and so you saying, you know, you needed more of a plan. That's okay. Cause you were like, you were still learning. I had done that work maybe a year or two before you were introduced to it through me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even then, like the, the plan is the, is the asking the universe for more money. Like the, the plan, like writing stuff out, like every month I write out like my brand deals. And I always, I always leave, first of all, I, I, when I write things out, I leave room for more. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, Mm. I don't like fill up a whole sheet because then nothing will ever come my way. My sheet's full. So like I leave myself like three pages or I write out like this brand. I write out like, okay, I'm going to make at least this much. And then (laughs) maybe it'll be like an astronomical number that like is unrealistic, but I'm like, I'm shooting for the stars, baby. I'm like, maybe this month I'll make a commission. Cause it's just like, you have to ask for, for more money. If you, if you want to, if you want to bring that into your life and 
I just, I listened to your podcast last week or it was a couple of weeks ago about the first time you specifically manifested something. I think it was a cup of coffee. Mm -hmm, Am I right? mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I have always been a more like general manifester and that's worked okay for me, like comfortable for me. But last week I was like, okay, well, I tried it with something simple. I was like, I'm going to manifest a compliment like on my outfit in person. I get a lot, obviously I get compliments on my outfits on the internet because there's lots of people saying that, but in person, it's a little more rare, um, way more rare. Is a stranger going to come up and literally compliment your outfit? Well, it happened that night. Someone came up to me and was like, I just want you to know that I am obsessed with your outfit. And I was like, light bulb, this works. So let's manifest a brand deal with Mm -hmm. Abercrombie. Right. Three days later in my inbox, kid you not. Like, the specific manifestation that I've been able to call into my life because of your podcast is is insane. It's insane. Like it's the coolest thing ever. I'm first of all, I'm obsessed with that story for so many reasons because I do that too. Like I will literally I have a TikTok. I'm gonna send it to you too if you haven't seen it. And I'm gonna put it in the show notes for all of you guys that I do like this little special prayer when I put on my clothes. And every time I do it, I get like a million compliments. But it's it, it's more, it's not that I'm like, ooh, compliment me. It's more that I'm putting out the feelings of love and abundance. And then pe- people reflect that back to you through a compliment. Does that make sense? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and you also never know where a compliment, where just conversing with someone is going to lead you. Like right. talking to someone in person, like they could be your next new best friend or they could have a business relationship or or whatever it is. Like you're drawing positivity into your life by doing that. That's the generic, right? And I'm so proud of you and I'm so excited. You guys, she has the most bomb Abercrombie content on her page ever YouTube channel. You've got to go check it out. (laughs) Everything she puts on, I'm like, yep, I need those jeans. Wow, her butt looks incredible. Oh my gosh, a queen. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and to think that I've just been... I mean, like I say... I manifested it. Obviously, I've been also putting in the physical work and and promoting them and filming videos and content, but it's been a long time of of just doing work for free for them and buying things on my own and hoping that they would notice. And it's not like I did something random on that day to where they noticed it. I just I just physically asked for it, asked the universe for it that mm-hmm. day. And I had never really done that before. Yeah. I was always kind of like, it's okay. It's okay if they don't, whatever. I'll just continue doing this for free for whatever, forever. And I'm like, why would I, why would I say that to myself? I check myself constantly on like the way that I'm talking about what I deserve. You know, that's a, it's a constant practice. Absolutely. And knowing that, you know, I am worthy. And I love how you said I allow room for more. I always say that, like, I'll say like, thank you for, you know, X amount of dollars this month or more, you know, surprise me. Like, show me how good it can get. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. you never know, like money really is just an energy and random opportunities come up for me all the time. Like I'll get like a random TikTok creation deal and kind of like how now you've started doing user generated content. Like don't put boundaries or blinders on how the money should show up because the money can come in so many different ways that you haven't even thought about. So just be open. You know, I'll be like, you could write out like, thank you for a $10,000 month or more, you know, or, or more or or whatever your number is that you're manifesting. I don't know. I'm just using a generic number, but yeah, because you never know where it's going to come from. And then just aligning your internal 
conversation. Like I am worthy of that. It is like, it's happening. It's here. You know, I'm magical. I am powerful. You know, whatever it is you need to say, but I want to talk. Oh, sorry. You go say what you're going to say. No. Well, I, I think I learned that from the secret, which I got from you pretty much every audible or book or whatever that you post. You're like, read this. I'm like, okay. I'm me, Barnes and Noble. I'm like, got it. Or just whatever. Amazon. I'm like, immediately I read it. And the secret is for sure the book that changed my life. And there's a part where she talks about um, a girl who's trying to manifest a relationship, but she parks her car in the middle of the garage. And she's like, okay, clean out your garage and park on one side, leave room for another car in the garage. If you want to be in a relationship where someone there's space for someone. And I'm, I, when I hear something, I, that, shakes me, I apply that principle to like everything in my life. So mm. that's why, why I leave room on my, in my planner and my notebook that has all my brand deals in it. Like I leave room. If I want something in my life, I make room for it. Like people who want a baby. I'm like, do you have a room for a baby in your house? Like, mm-hmm. do you have a nursery? Do you, you live in a one bedroom apartment? Like, I don't know if that's super like welcoming for a baby. So I, I, not that I'm like, this is not a hint that I want a baby in this moment, but I'm just using that as an example because I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. But I just, I make room for things that I want. I, that's so good. And especially you guys like clothes, like our physical space. I talk about this too a lot, like clothing in our rooms, our fridge, all of these are direct reflections for the areas of our life, like in our, also our, like our emotional state. Like for example, like our fridge, like if we feel like we're not in a good, like we're not feeling healthy with our diet, clean out your fridge. How does your fridge look? Mm-hmm. Is it like an old shitty nasty takeout? Cause that's the reflection of what you think you're worth right now or your body's worth. No, I want my body eating freaking organic mango, beautiful. She's a queen. I worship her. You know what I mean? Like just even right. changing that dialogue. Like I love the the garage. Like, is there room for this? Like, or my closet, you know, I want to call in, you know, some collaborations or some free clothes, get rid of some old shit, like clean out some of that old stank energy that's in your closet. Cause I've talked about this a lot, but clothes carry energy, you know, like there's so many areas of your life, even just your bank account, like tune into it, look at it, you know, literally set up some systems to allow more money to flow. Like there's so many little things like that you can apply to the physical aspects of your life where you're like, wow, now I'm really manifesting and I'm allowing, I'm allowing money to flow. I always say that like I release any blocks keeping money at bay. Like I allow money to flow to me in new and exciting ways. That's Charles Lamb spell for the day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yes, ma'am. I, yes, ma'am. Take um, me to church. <laughs> Woo. So, um, but I love that allowing room for, I know you've, you've come so far and let's talk to you a little bit. I have like three things that I want to talk to you about. And I'm also trying to keep it on, on timetable because I could talk to you forever and I miss yeah. you. Um, I, I so, know. So let's talk about, you were kind of saying you check your inner dialogue and let's kind of talk about it. Cause you said I was someone that introduced you to like concepts of self-talk when you posted that story the other day. That's why I was like, I want you to come on and talk about this on the podcast. Tell me from your perspective. Oh, I just, well, first of all, I didn't grow up with a poor relationship with my body or food. I feel very blessed in that way. Like my mom was not a mom who ever talked about like the South Beach diet and like all that stuff. I grew up a gymnast. I had a healthy relationship with food and never had a coach tell me like, oh, I'm fat and early tart or any, anything <laughs> like that. So I'm lucky, but I did get myself sucked into um, bodybuilding culture and I competed for a, a year. I did bikini and I was sub a hundred pounds. Like I was skin and bones. Looking back, I look 
ill. And when you start to gain weight after that, which you should and you will, because being that lean is not healthy. Um, I went through a lot of body dysmorphia and would pinch myself like in certain areas. Like I would, I would wake up at like three in the morning and like do an ab check and like pick myself apart because I was doing that for competing. And so then I just started to like do that all the time for like Mm -hmm. a few years post competing. It really, it, I think it didn't get better until I lived with you. And I don't, I don't know if like you just told me one day I was doing that. I don't even know like how I realized that you don't do that, but you, we had a conversation and you were like, yeah, I don't, I don't speak negatively about myself. Like I, I don't, I just don't engage in speaking negatively about myself or about other people. Like it doesn't, it doesn't serve you. And I don't know why I thought that being my own worst critic was going to benefit me. Like I was going to win an award for like world's best critic of Kiki. Like, (laughs) Hey, it's me. I'm the, I'm, I'm my biggest bully. Here's an award. Like I thought it was going to get me anywhere to be so self-deprecating, but it didn't get me anywhere. And I realized that. And I think I just saw your abundance and the way you spoke to yourself and was like, "Hmm, those two seem related. Like the speaking nice to yourself and then having good things go on in your life. Look, they seem to be synonymous with one Mm -hmm. another. So I should probably start being nice to myself if I want nice things for myself. And if I want my relationship with myself to be better, like I'm going to have to be nice to myself, which I also learned from going to therapy and surrounding myself with people who speak nicely to themselves. Like I don't hang out with people who body shame themselves. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't spend time with people who are constantly like making comments about, you know, how negative their, their body feels like that. That's like, that's yucky to me. Like I don't, I don't, I don't like the way that makes me feel when I hear other people talk like that. So I'm like, why would I, why would I talk like that to myself? Literally one day. Well, and I'm so proud of you and I'm happy that I could be a part of that journey. And I really did. I I started, you know, I don't have like a pinpoint source because everyone's always like, how did you learn positive inner, you know, inner talk or inner thoughts, self-talk, I guess is the word self-talk. is Dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Inner dialogue. And I don't really know, but I can tell you that my thought became this. I realized that we recycle like 90,000 of the same thoughts like almost every day. So if if we leave them unattended to, we don't tune in, we're just kind of on autopilot. You know, the person that's probably not listening to Age University, the person that's just out there asleep at the wheel, you know, you guys are rock stars here. So we're all going to do this together. But I realized, wow, we're, 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 what if we're just talking ourselves in thought loops and then that's just like the reality that we're living in. But if you change the thought loop that's going on inside this yep, yep, yep chatter, which we all have, what if we change it and it's saying really nice things and all of a sudden our exterior becomes really nice? And I, I saw a post somewhere and it was basically like, would you, you know, or I don't even know if I made this up or I saw it. I might've written it. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I might've read it somewhere. I might've written this, but I just started saying like, the way I'm going to talk to my body is the way I would talk to my best friend before she goes on her first date you know, I'm going to say, you look incredible. Like he is so lucky to be with you. You're stunning. Booty is popping. Lip gloss is on. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I literally started thinking anything that I say to my body is something that I would say to a best friend because I am my own best friend. This body is my responsibility to love her, right? If I don't love Mm her, I can't ask other people to love her if I don't love her, you know? And it's just like, mm-hmm. I literally started thinking of my body as like a best friend, almost kind of gave it like a persona so that I separated from picking her apart. Because when we have a best friend who we literally love, you're never like, 
oh, she looks kind of puffy today. Like, Imagine if you picked her apart the way that you do yourself. She would never be friends with you. Like, right. never. She would be like, block, delete, go away. Exactly. Would you block yourself? <laughs> exactly. And so I think that's that the realization that Kiki and I had together was that, and, and we also, we had so much fun living together and we would have com- deep conversations like this all the time on just really getting real about how we viewed ourselves. And, and there was times too, like I was going through, you know, getting off Adderall, like literally relearning to have eating patterns. Like I had a lot of questions come up, but we were so unified and being really sweet to each other, sweet to our bodies. Like we were really both into like learning and you would like show me new exercises and like things mm-hmm. that made you feel good. And we would talk about positive self-talk. And I feel like that even reinforced and encouraged our self-talk, you know, because we were both in it together. And so I am so fortunate that I have you. And I think, you know, this could be a good cue for you guys, maybe to send this to a friend or or send this to someone. Cause it is so nice when you have a friend that's like, Hey, don't say that about yourself. You know, you're beautiful. And I feel like you and I kind of helped hold each other accountable, right. For this new mm-hmm. sort of mentality. And then look, look at us, you know, we're, we we're both with the, the love of our life. Well, you're engaged. I'm not yet. <laughs> and <laughs> and yet. we, yeah, um, we're, we have our own businesses. And so, you know, not to flex too hard, but we're, we're proud of where we are. And, and I know that right. that, that inner self dialogue, just starting to pay attention was the first step and kind of then learning about manifestation and then doing these things and then getting into a relationship, you know, but it starts within us. And so I, I'm really so happy because I, I think I had just started doing it, that it was so nice to do it with you too and teach you. Cause then it was like reinforcing yeah. it for me too. Like, Oh, that's why I'm well, when this. you, when you teach someone something like you practice it better. So like, it only makes sense that when you bounce off of each other and you're both doing it, it's like having an accountability buddy, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. It, it holds you accountable to the positive self-talk. And w- when you see someone else doing it and then you see it working for them, you know, cause sometimes it's hard to see the successes in our own life. Like it's hard to practice. Sometimes it can be hard to practice gratitude. Like you don't, you're here all the time. So like, Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to see all the positive things going on in your life. But when Mm -hmm. other people can like help you draw attention to it, I think it becomes more obvious that the positive self-talk manifesting good things for yourself works when there's someone else like validating it at the same time, like walking that journey with you. 100%. I know. Yeah, it is. You know, we're, we're all mirrors. We're all reflecting back to each other wow. Okay. She's doing that. I can do that. You know? Okay. Like she's talking nice. I can talk nice. And, and then you helped me with my fitness and I helped you with your business. And, and then we, you, we realized it was all so connected. I actually, I mm-hmm. saw this TikTok the other day. I'm sure I'm going to say the wrong creator. Her name was like business with Bridget. I always like to shout out other creators because I never want anyone to think I'm taking in one of their ideas and I want to support them too. Um, but she said, the more I love myself, the more money I make. She was like, that was the biggest mm-hmm. light bulb that I've ever had. The more I love myself, the more money I make. And she's someone, you know, that's that's on there doing some type of coaching program that she's made millions of dollars. You know, she's one of those figures. And and, I, and when she said that, I was like, that's what I realized that she, she articulated it perfectly. Like, that's what I believe. Like health as well. The more we care for ourselves and take care of ourselves. And I feel like you do that. You always inspire me there. Self-care queen. <laughs> you are the self-care queen. But like you are, I mean, you really are. I guess tell everybody your favorite favorite thing in self-care right now. Like what's your favorite modality? It's lymphatic drainage, like 100%. It's Ooh. lymphatic drainage. Like my, my, I think people trust stuff like that once they hear about like a physical transformation that they felt so lashed. Um, I don't, maybe like six months ago. I've been doing lymphatic drainage for a year, every single 
month. I've had some months where I go like every week because I I can feel that there's like a block of some sort. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, after you're sick or something, you just need it like an extra flushing. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, most of the time I go every month and I was suffering from like really bad TMJ and mm. I'm not, or I think the technical term is not even TMJ. It's like TM something else, whatever, grinding my teeth, like a locked jaw at night. Mm. Like I thought maybe my wisdom teeth were infected. I was like, yo, something is going on in my mouth. I am like having a hard time opening my mouth to eat breakfast in the morning. It was like severe pain. I got one lymphatic drainage massage and it, I mean, not one, but like I had had multiple, but was suffering from TMJ, had a massage and immediately the pain was gone and has not resurfaced. So that is my favorite form of self-care. If you can find somebody that's good at lymphatic drainage, that's trained in like traditional Chinese medicine and like she does energy. So it's not just like a massage. It's like like Reiki. She's intentional. Yes. Yeah. Like she can, she can read my energy. She knows where to go. She knows it looks different every time. The massage is different every single time because my, my blockages are going to be different every single time. That's like the one form of self care that I'm like, I would give up everything else. And I have to get lymphatic drainage on every single month to feel clear in my head, to feel clear in my body. Yeah. It's, it's changed everything for me. Well, it's such a good release. You know, I, I I've been going to acupuncture same Chinese medicine, but I need to get uh, someone that does lymphatic drainage. I, I never quite found like, your girl is just magical. I, I got to find. Someone I, like her. I stumbled upon her, and she's she is magical. Like she really, really is. Yeah. Okay. We were talking money, so we'll we'll pivot to love. So when Kylie and I were living together, she was in a relationship that was well. First, we were single, and then she towards the end, she was in a relationship that was like not really in alignment. And mm-hmm. I would say, or I guess. AGU would love to hear what is something that shifted or maybe something that you did, something that you worked on that you feel like brought Jeff into your reality or, you know, just any advice with, cause I've, you are the friend that I call for relationship advice. You have such a beautiful relationship and literally any advice we would be honored to hear. So one thing that I did was I read the book attached. I'm sure you've seen that book. The cover is like two magnets and they're they're in a heart shape and there's different attachment types. And I mm. learned that, you know, certain people can trigger like there's anxious attachment or like, yeah, anxious attachment, avoidant attachment, and then just like secure attachment. And certain people can trigger like different types of attachments in you. And I've been in plenty of relationships where my anxious attachment was triggered, where like somebody wouldn't text me back. And I would like, I would be anxious. And I'm like, oh my God, why is this person like putting me through the ringer? And I just was tired of being in relationships that made me feel that way. But I thought that it was just like a me problem. And I was doing like so much self-work and I'm like, okay, like I'm going to therapy. I'm doing all these things. I'm practicing positive self-talk, but like I think this person, I think I just finally realized that like sometimes it can be the other person who hasn't done the self work mm-hmm. that is triggering an anxious attachment in me. I, for my, most of my dating life, I mean, they all go wrong until one goes right. And it was kind of like, I'm the problem. Like I must, I must be the problem. <laughs> and I finally was like, I'm it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. I'm like, I'm not the problem. I'm not the problem. Like, I don't want to tell myself that anymore. So like, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. And I think it just, 
it happened with the manifestation stuff. And once I started telling myself that like, I'm worthy of something really beautiful, something very mature where we can communicate in a very calm way where I can express my thoughts and never be diabolical and explosive and, and not text each other back and not call each other back. Like once I really just told myself, like, I'm not the problem. I worked very hard on myself. I deserve abundance and love and someone who can communicate. Like he just showed up. I mean, I showed up in his DMs, but like Jeff and I, I know a lot of people want to say like, if you don't argue with your significant other, you're lying. And I'm like, sure, we have like little little like tiffs where we disagree about things, but we don't get explosive. Like both <clears throat> of us know when we're feeling a little like upset about something. And I, I just will say something immediately. I'll be like, hey, you about five minutes ago, you said something and it, that specific thing that hurt my feelings. Um, and he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I apologize for that. Like, and the, and the same thing It's like, he's always apologizing. It's like, we just call each other out right away. And yeah, I think when I told myself I'm deserving of someone who communicates that way, mm-hmm. who can just meet me where I am, mm-hmm. like that's when Jeff came into my life. So our style of communication is just like open all the time. Like we don't, I I don't bring up something that he did yesterday that makes me, Mm. that made me upset that I stewed over. Cause he's like, yesterday, what did I do yesterday? Like he's, (laughs) he's like, I don't, I don't remember. And then he can't really, he couldn't reflect. So it's like, why would I, you know? Yeah. But that, that book attached, I feel like I went off on a tangent in 10 different directions, but that book really helped me realize that like, certain relationships like it's okay to abandon a relationship that's just not serving you if if you're it's not the relationship's not always a reflection of you and i think as females like we always want to fix the relationship and we can just get stuck in something thinking that it's our fault that it's not serving us when mm. in reality like sometimes it's not you you know yeah sometimes it's just not the right fit and yeah and there have been plenty that weren't the right fit until the one was the right fit, you know? And like, when you know, I always thought it was so hokey. Like when you know, you know, but I'm like, yo, they were right. They were right. When you know, you know, like there, there really is a thing and you just, you don't feel that way until you meet your person. I know. And you and Jeff are just literally such soulmate energy. Like every time I see you guys, I'm like, oh, he and really he- is my twin flame. He, yeah, you guys are, you guys are just, you guys are so on the same wavelength. I've never seen a couple that's so on the same wavelength. Like I literally am, I am so excited because I know Austin and I are going to get there. Like we just have a lot more stuff like me coming out and being like, I'm actually here to be a spiritual person. And, you know, he didn't know any of the stuff about me. <laughs> so like, yeah. we've, we've been in like a learning curve. But like, I'm so yeah. excited for when he, he is, you know, more just well-versed in this, but it's been cool. Cause like, I know it's going down the way it's supposed to go down. Cause I'm like teaching him and like, we're in this together, but I feel like you and Jeff just yeah. met and y'all were like on an identical brainwave. Like I've never we seen. We were, we were, I will say though, that Jeff is way better at like positive self-talk and there's like, he is such a strong-minded individual. If y'all don't know, Jeff was a pro hockey player. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's had to work a lot on, like, the way that he talks to himself. And, mm-hmm. like, I was... When I met him two and a half years ago, I was still in a place where, like, 
I was still a little bit self-deprecating sometimes. Like I was still negative to myself sometimes. And so he was ahead of me in that, but he was comfortable coaching me through it. He wasn't like, oh my God, you're so negative. He was like, okay, I'm going to get you through that. And then like, he's only had to do that like a few times where I've had like a breakdown about like, you know, what I'm doing with my life or whatever. But like, he's able to meet me like where I am. Like we're on the same wavelength, but there's still areas where like we're different, but he compliments me and coaches me through it. And mm-hmm. yeah, we we just work so well together. I'm I could tear up thinking about how happy I am to have him in my life. Like oh, I just love him so much. I've seen the evolution of this and seeing you this happy. I'm like, you guys, if you haven't met your person yet, he is coming because me and Kiki have been through the ringer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's coming. He is. I brought or she, whatever. Like I, whoever you're into is coming. Yeah. I think you, I think, you know, like, (laughs) I think the way that I knew that I was really in love was like when I started crying at like happy love movies, like the notebook never made me cry until I met Jeff. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, Oh my God, they love each other so much. I understand that kind of love now because I'm in it and it makes me cry because I love it so much. But like, (laughs) I'd be like, that's fake. Their love is fake. It's all fake. What is that? That's not real. I'm like, Oh, it is real. It actually exists. You could have that too. Oh, I'm so happy for you. I literally love you guys so much. I can't wait to be at that wedding. <laughs> to officiate that wedding. Yeah, nobody, you guys, uh, nobody knows that. Y'all are the first to know. Y'all are the first people to know I'm actually officiating my first wedding. And it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be Kylie and Jeff's union. And I really have I'm 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 kind of doing like a unique wedding for them. Like I'm gonna do like we're gonna do a heart-centered blessing from the audience. Mm-hmm. And I've written a special prayer from the Akashic Record. It's gonna be really beautiful. I'm gonna cry. Everyone's gonna cry. I'm gonna sob. I'm like, don't make me cry. I mess up my makeup, but I <laughs> well, will, I will cry. I'll tell you everything before. So there's no surprises for you just for the sake of your makeup and keeping everything intact. Fantastic. Um, Fantastic. Oh my gosh, Kylie, this was so good. I love it so much. I appreciate you being here and giving us your time and your wisdom and your energy. And thank you for being my best friend. And thank you for being my best friend. I'm honored, literally honored to be on your podcast. Like it is such a safe space, such a happy space, such a beautiful space. And I feel so so honored to be a part of it. Like the fact that you asked me to be on here is I'm honored. There is no other word. I like you so much. Between Jeff proposing you asking me on the podcast. I mean, this might help that. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jeff. If you're listening, Jeff. which he's listening, obviously. Oh, we love you so much, Jeff. Yeah, we, he's I the know. most supportive king. We both, you and I both have very good supportive kings. I love that we both attracted a coach in some sorts, like awesome football coach, coach mentality. Jeff is a coach. Like we love a coach. <laughs> We, we love a coach, big coach energy, <laughs> big coach energy. Um, okay. So let's see. In conclusion, uh, your books that you said were the secret and the attachment styles. I love to give people. Yeah. It's just, I think it's just called attached. I want to say it's like Adam, something, Adam Levine. <laughs> Adam Levine wrote that book. It's like Amir Levine and someone else. There's another, it's dual okay. author, but it's oh. called attached. And I'll secret. tag it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Also, go yeah. ahead. And, like, please pimp yourself out. Let everyone know where to find you oh, and yes. what you're up to. Yes. Sell it. Yes. I'm. I'm fit by Kiki on Instagram and on TikTok. Um. So it's fit. 
<laughs> I F I T B Y K I K I. Yes. Um, yeah, that's me. And I, I do it all. I share the fitness stuff, fashion stuff, positivity stuff, recipe stuff, like balance is my thing. It's like, you know, being like, I'm, I guess I'm sort of like a lifestyle influencer now, but it's just mm-hmm. mostly like happiness, positivity, you and, know, cute clothes, fun workouts, bridal, bridal. Bridal, bridal, wedding stuff. Oh my gosh, so much wedding stuff. Yeah, I'm sharing all of that on TikTok, on Instagram. I have a few like YouTube things, but it's not my main thing. That's that's mostly just like a fun outlet for me. You and know, talk about your training, training, training program. Too. Oh yeah, I have I have a training program as well, which Jeff and I, um, <laughs> you know, still new to the self pimp game. <laughs> I'm like, look at all the amazing things I have going on. Um, yeah, I have a training program that's on an app called Train Heroic, but it's it's linked in my bio on Instagram and on TikTok. It's like the first link there. If you guys feel lost in the gym and you just like don't know what the heck to do, um, there's videos for every single exercise, reps and sets and areas to log your weights. There's there's four workout days every single week. Um, and then there's recovery days as well that I like coach you through mobility and like all that stuff. There's like balance exercises and it's not like bodybuilding focused. It's very like well-rounded and just like fun. It's just fun. You guys have a great perspective too. Like you're really into like stretching and flexibility and a lot of other things that I've never seen people in the industry discuss. So I think you and Jeff both have a unique perspective that everyone needs to yeah. like, it's like, you're like always doing these like really cool hip flexor stretches. And I'm like, oh yeah, baby, let's move that energy through the hips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of that has to do with like the lymphatic drainage stuff, like the, mm. the blockage in your hips and like all that stuff. So yeah, but that's a whole nother thing. You guys check her out everywhere. Kylie. I love you. Thank you for being here. I love you so much. Thank you. As always, I just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in. If you feel so called or if it feels aligned, I would love for you to leave me a review here. I always love reading your beautiful thoughts and messages. And also you can find me at Anna Grace Newell on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And I will link all of my courses, AG University course curriculum in the show notes, along with if you're interested in booking an Akashic Records reading with me, my scheduling link goes out in my newsletter. It goes out once a month and it's completely free. I would love to have you there. As always, I'm a proud professor and you get an A plus for making it all the way through the end. Love you.